Life Coaching Course Pitfalls to Avoid in Life Coaching As a life coach, making plans in a theoretical way is one thing, but implementing those plans of action or implementing those plans very practically is a different story altogether. So what can be the reason behind this? The reasons could vary. Often, making plans for the client in general or in a general sense might necessarily not be the case because each client is unique, each client is different. So a coach should first and foremost understand what the client actually needs rather than giving a general suggestion. So coaches must first study the clients and that's the way to understand them deeply and come up with the solutions that they actually need. So the coaches first have to study the client and this can be using the technique of observations that is face-to-face observation or it can be even through the recordings on the phone about the client going about his or her daily activities or it can be even through the client himself or herself giving an overview of how their routines are and trying to come up with ways of explaining to the coach about their daily lives or the coach can verbally question the client on specific areas in which the client wants to improve or the coaches can use a combination of all these techniques. For example, teaching time management to a client is one approach to tackle. But implementing a routine or a schedule to stick to might not work if the client is too busy with the other activities that are most important. So in order to teach time management, a customized approach has to be implemented, like teaching the client to prioritize the thing on certain days when the client has no time, while the rest of the days when the client is free enough to handle the things his or her own way, then that's when a routine or a time management plan can be set up following a planned everyday routine for everyday living. So it's best to start the client session through initial observations and get an idea of the client's priorities and then come up with a plan suited to the client for the plan to be implemented successfully. And while this observation process is ongoing, it's better not to start coaching simultaneously the client about the shortcomings because the coach has to get a picture of the deficits and the shortcomings of the client and should not alter how the client behaves. So the coach has then a first-hand information about what the client actually does, an unbiased view of the client's actions 
and that is what the coach needs to know as a starting point so without disturbing the client's present scenario the coach can observe the client carefully and then make a list of all the things that are observed all the strengths and weaknesses the behaviors and then come up with a plan of action to solve all those areas number 2 another pitfall coaches have to avoid is to start doing things all at once that is coaches should avoid giving a quick fixes for everything only when coaches try to resolve all the problem areas all at once then they are forced to give quick fixes for those problem areas and the result is not so fruit bearing so it's an important thing for a good life coach to be knowing that not all things can be fixed at one go coaching and improving in areas one by one is a wiser way of dealing with things there are no quick fixes this is one of the most important pitfalls the coaches need to avoid they need to understand that everything takes time so having said so the coach or the coaches can work with the clients to identify things that has priority for the clients and then move down the priority list once the higher list is ticked off so that way moving through things one by one helps the client also gain clarity and try to improvise on each and every area the coach's stress that way is not rubbed off on the client and the client can start improving drastically usually it so happens that clients come to a coach if they want one area or one specific area to be fixed so after the client and the coach sit together and agree on some techniques like observations or verbal questionings then the coach can find many more deficit deficits or excesses that has already been in the client's life but the client wants to fix only on one specific area so the coach can of course focus on specifically fixing that one area but what happens is that sometimes there are many other areas that need to be fixed first before the specific area itself actually can be fixed so the coach can explain this to the client the coach can mention a point or two about how working on the other areas identified by the coach can go a long way in also making way for that specific area to be fixed and also the coach can buy in the client for making the client realize about the long term goals and the long term goals the coach can convince the client that they can be fixed only by fixing all the other areas of life that the client was overlooking also the coaches can consider telling the clients the areas they can work on in getting help from the coaching 
even if they are unrelated to the specific problem that the client is focusing on so here again we can all the coaches can get the client buy in benefit by letting them know the problem areas in totality and it is up to the clients to decide which areas to get the fixes for although the client buy in happens in many cases in all areas of coaching it's important for coaches to not to quickly try to fix them they have to have their communication lines open and tell the client about how long it takes to fix all the areas that was requested so the coaches should not be over excited about changing everything just because a client buy in has happened and if they do get excited and try to do everything at once it only ends up with a shabby work so the coaches end up just telling the clients what to do but not really helping them implement it and the overall result is not going to bear fruit and the quality of the life coaching hits a bottom low which again gets a bad reputation about the coach himself number 3 Another pitfall for coaches to avoid is starting out too early in the business of coaching without realizing all it takes to become a good coach or starting out too early without having all the resources in place. So like everybody knows, getting good at something takes a lot of time, patience, skills and of course experience. So it's in the best interests of a coach to let go of the ego and put in considerable time and effort to learn the basics of coaching and the basics of the craft and then the basics of the life coaching practice without which it is not possible for the coaches to get that confidence then the knowledge skills and the abilities to coach so a coach has to be open to learning a lot and to practice a lot whatever that is learned and then by all means to make a lot of mistakes lots of them and keep learning from those mistakes and continue without quitting so it's a good approach for to be coaches to get a mentor for coaching and in addition it's always a good idea to get certified to let clients know of the skills that the coach has that is to let the clients know that a coach is certified and so the coach has those skills to attend to the client's needs so remember being a good coach is different from being a good performer so even after the coaches are certified they still have to continue with their craft continue to learn and practice and continue to do things practically also coaches can enroll or become members of other life coaching organizations so they get to learn a lot from the company of other like-minded individuals 
the to be coaches and interact with them and form an association to share each other's points of view and in the due course learn a lot about the skills required the additional skills that are required in life coaching and initially it's to get some practice it's initially okay to start with coaching family and friends to get a first hand experience of those very valuable life coaching skills then the next pitfall to avoid in life coaching is something that concerns with the clients and something that concerns with the kind of job coaches do that is coaches should by all means avoid to diagnose problems with their clients coaches only work with the clients to help them recognize their problem areas their behaviors and to clarify the goals that are important to them and implement plans of actions with success to achieve real results so a life coach does not diagnose problems be it medical or non-medical like the kind of jobs that the therapists do a life coach does not do that but the life coach just accepts the client's standing point and starts out from there enabling the client to move forward in the right direction starting from the point the client is in and the coach eventually makes sure the client is empowered in due course to carry on all that he has learned from the coach and do those things even without the presence of the life coach so that is called empowerment so a life coach should be very cautious in not diagnosing the conditions of the clients nor using any kind of therapies for setting right a client's past history unlike a therapist or a psychotherapist who go back into the client's past to get to know whatever happened in order to come up with solutions in the present life or the present situation a life coach or the life coach's task should be to focus on the present problem and then on to the future and ultimately empowering individuals to make a good life for themselves unlike divulging into the past that is the job of the therapists but for a life coach it's all about empowering the individuals to get to a present to get to a better place from where they are at the present moment to get to a better future and helping them recognize ways of going towards that better future by improvising on everything bad or everything inefficient that they have done or they have been in their past situations these were some of the main pitfalls that coaches should be aware of in their career of life coaching